You're listening to the Conversations with Kids Peace podcast. Advice, information, and inspiration from experts at the leading provider of mental and behavioral health services for children, adults, and those who love them. Now, here's your host. Hello, and welcome to our podcast series, Conversations with Kids Peace. I'm Bob Martin. The latest issue of Kids Peace's Healing Magazine shines a spotlight on the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on mental health in America. And the lead article proposes a new way of looking at mental wellness activities based on the experience we gained from the early days of the pandemic about the need for personal protective equipment. And to discuss that, we welcome back to the podcast, Dr. Matthew Koval, Executive Vice President and Chief Medical Officer of Kids Peace. As always, great to talk to you, Dr. Koval. Same here, Bob. It's good to be with you. All right. Um, you, uh, you and our good friend Jody Whitcomb co-wrote an article that's the lead article in Healing Magazine this time around. And in it, you raise a really important point about the difference in the kind of stress that we face now as compared to the early days of the pandemic. Can you explain why what we're feeling may have changed? Uh, sure. I think when we first saw the pandemic hit us, I don't think anyone uh, had the knowledge that this was going to turn into a long, a long-term event. I think the thinking was, you know, this will be something that we can get through in a few weeks or a few months, and then things will, you know, quote, return to normal. And what we found is that this is really a long-term traumatic event that's that's happened to all of us that we're all sharing. So a way to think of it might be. You know, if you live on the coast and there's a hurricane, um, that hurricane comes on a, on a Thursday and then by Friday, Saturday, the, you know, things have kind of settled down, the weather's better and people are out dealing with the cleanup and, and, and they've sort of already experienced the trauma and they're starting to move on. But the pandemic has really turned into like a hurricane every week or every day. It's just happening day after day after day. Another analogy would be like a war-torn country where there's just war that, that has occurred for, in some of the Middle Eastern countries, for example, war has occurred for, for years and years and years at a time, and, and the trauma never actually subsides. So how people respond to that trauma actually changes when it changes from an acute trauma to a long-term trauma. Those are really good, uh, powerful analogies. And the core of your article is another analogy, that being the need to treat our mental wellness with the same care that we addressed physical health with personal protective equipment or PPE, which is the acronym we all know now. So what are some of the similarities that you see between our experience with PPE and what you're calling in the article, mental health protective equipment or MPE? Well, it's it's very similar, right? We, we wear masks, we wear goggles, we wear gloves to protect us from the infection that might occur not just from COVID, but all kinds of things. If, if you work in healthcare, people will wear protective equipment for things like tuberculosis and uh, other infectious types of diseases. Whereas um, we didn't spend a lot, a lot of time thinking about, well, how can I protect myself from the traumatic experience that I'm going through? Um, and because we've just established in your last question that the pandemic has turned into a long-term trauma that's kind of keeps coming day after day after day with frankly not much end in sight we also can use different techniques to prepare us mentally 
so that we can remain as healthy as possible while we're dealing with that long-term stress. Again, very similar to using a mask to stop yourself from getting infected, you could use another mental health tool to help you deal with that long-term stress. And in the article, you identify uh, five areas of behaviors that are the tools of MPE. You call them in the, in the article, the toolbox of MPE. And I'd like to talk through those if we can, uh, each one of those. The first one we would talk about, I would, I would say seems to be the center of all good health discussions forever. And it has to do with sleep and nutrition. Right. And again, that's, it's very self-explanatory. You need to, you need to keep yourself rested and you need to keep yourself well-nourished in order to deal with anything that's stressful. So um, folks will find themselves uh, having sleepless nights. And then of course you notice the next day you're not handling things as well as you used to. Um, as we've had the deal here at Kids Peace with our associates becoming ill, our family members, even some of our clients, um, it, it's really hard not to let that affect your sleep and your nutrition. But the problem is, of course, when you do, when it does start to affect your sleep, then you're less able. It, it drains your battery to be able to help the people that it is that you're trying to help or to be able to care for the people that you love in your family. So it's kind of like, you know, start keeping your protect yourself so you can protect others. Or like when you're in a plane, they always say, put the oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on the person next to you. And there's a reason for that. Now, this, the second area you talk about are positive coping skills. Can you give us some examples of those? Sure. I mean, things such as um, using uh, humor that might help you get through some tough times. Things like um, engaging in activities that you really enjoy um, or even picking up a new hobby. We're all spending more time at home than perhaps we have in a long, long time because of stay-at-home orders and the fact that, that uh, various social venues are no longer open to us. So maybe it's time to, hey, pick up that guitar that you used to play back in college. Um, do some singing. Play, play board games with your family. Do some things that you haven't done before. And also you can do things outdoors that are more solitary or smaller group activities. Take a walk, do some exercise, pick up a camera and go, you know, everyone's got a camera on their cell phone, go take pictures, do, do something that, that gives you some interest and kind of keeps you away from dwelling on the same um, stressful thoughts uh, time and time again. And I love in the article, by the way, that you make the note of when you're doing some of those artistic things or those things that, that tap into some of those uh, areas, uh, you don't necessarily have to be good at them. And I certainly am not. It's the idea of doing them that's so, that's so uh, beneficial for, for your mental health. Uh, I have to go to number three because I think number three is one that's going to be extremely popular with everybody who's watching, a lot of folks nowadays, and that's uh, limit your exposure to media. Why is that valuable? Well, look, um, those of us who are into social media, um, in addition to watching television or, or, or reading the news, um, you'll, you'll see that you, you sort of find yourself in the same bubble all the time. And in fact, the same themes tend to be repeated over and over again. Many people don't know this, but the programs like Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, some of these other uh, very popular social media platforms, they actually have built-in algorithms that specifically give that person the same stuff they're interested in over and over and over again 
literally keeping them in a bubble. So if you're finding what you see in your newsfeed as stressful, well, you're just going to keep getting fed the same stuff over and over again. And so sometimes my advice is turn off the device, turn it over, put it down. And, and again, do something with your family. Do something to connect to people. Um, go outside. Do the things that we talked about in the, in the last point. Um, but, but staying in that bubble can become really quite unhealthy. And I know in the uh, the recent election, heard a lot of folks talking about the fact that they found themselves refreshing their browsers over and over and over again, like seconds, and to see if there were different items. And in some ways, you have to say, walk away, just take time. The news will be there when you get back. Um, and I think that's that's extraordinarily um, helpful. Speaking of helpful, right. the fourth area. Mind, Bob, I, yeah, I just wanted to say, along with that same point. I noticed the same thing. I was watching election coverage and you're watching it. And, and then I sort of realized after a while, and I put some time into it because I was very interested. And then after an hour or so, I realized they're just saying the same things over and over, the same things they said last hour. And you know what? I turned it off and walked away. I don't need to hear the same things over and over again. And, and as you say, it's not just uh, annoying, but it can it can actually be detrimental. And that's it's, it's important to be aware of that. Um, right. The fourth area I want to get to, because I think it's something that, that a lot of people don't know, but they don't look at it in the way that, that you and, and Jody talk about it, and that's helping relationships. Now, what, what do you mean by that? Well, a helping relationship is anyone that's in your orbit, or even not in your orbit, but you need to get in your orbit. People who support you, people who give you strength, people who... Um, Again, I talked earlier about decreasing your battery. These are people who help pump up or charge your batteries. So um, again, all of us are spending more time um, isolated because of the pandemic. So you can reach out to these helping people through um, Zoom or some other kind of video, you know, FaceTime or other kind of video conferencing platforms um, or, uh, and, and, or just by telephone or email. Um, but also people who have helping relationships are people in our field, right? People who are counselors or therapists who you may need to reach out to to, to, to get the help that you need. And we definitely want to encourage people uh, now, maybe more than any other time, that if you're finding yourself really struggling, it is absolutely time. There's, there's no shame in reaching out and saying, hey, you know what? I need some help. And maybe it's someone in your family or maybe it's for your son or daughter, it might be their teacher or their coach, or, or for your family or you, it might be reaching out to, to a counselor or therapist. And that leads right to your, your fifth and final area, and that's access to mental health care um, and, and services. Um, you seem to be advocating, uh, in the same way that we talked about how we want to make sure that we're stockpiling uh, PPE, that folks make a plan on how they would seek help should it become necessary. Um, how do they do that? Well, one of the quick things you can do is if you have insurance either uh, that you've purchased on your own or through your employer, you can look at the back of the insurance card. There should be a number to call um, where you can look for providers that are in your network. Um, you can also go to your insurance company's website and find the exact same information. Um, outside of that, many places where folks work, there is an employee assistance plan that you can have access to. Um, if you're not 
working right now or don't have insurance, you can uh, look for counseling at your place of worship. Um, there certainly are uh, community clinics where they they look at folks without insurance and help them work through a sliding scale or some other kind of way to make sure that they can get the help that they need. Your child may be able to get help at their school. Um, and then there are things like the National Alliance for the Mental uh, National Alliance on Mental Illness. They have a website and a helpline where you can go and get information about how to how to get help uh, for you or your family member. I think it's so important, and we talk about this obviously all the time here at Kids Peace and on the podcast, that um, help is available. Help is out there. Don't feel like you're alone and don't feel like you, you, you have no idea what to do. Just, you know, there's a lot of ways to do that. I do want to mention that for folks that are in the Lehigh Valley of Pennsylvania or the Pocono area, um, Kids Peace's outpatient offices provide free walk-in assessments for folks who might be going through crisis. Um, and that, as I said, it's free and it's no appointment necessary and, and they can take advantage of that. They can go to kidspeace.org and look up our outpatient services for that. So I wanted to, I wanted to make sure to get that in there. I, when you close the article, the ending of your article has a really, I think, important point that, that really struck me, which is you, you indicate that maybe the experience of dealing with COVID-19 actually has a silver lining. How so? Well, I think as people realize, maybe people who haven't had a lot of stress in their life or certainly a stress that's lasted for as long as the pandemic has lasted and will last, that they might gain a better understanding of what it is like for folks who have had major stressors or major traumas in their life. So I'm, I'm hoping that people will gain a better understanding of what folks who have emotional and behavioral challenges really go through. Um, in addition, I think it helps people learn that there is a connection between what's going on physically and how that affects us mentally, right? So anyone who's, who's suffered with COVID, they've dealt with the stress of the illness, they've dealt with the worry about, am I passing this illness to other people I care about? They've dealt with the stress of, is this going to get worse? Is it going to affect my long-term health? So there's that connection of something that's happening physically and then how you deal with that mentally. Um, and finally, I'm really just hoping that people really get from this that patience and tolerance of one another is so necessary right now. I'm sure we've all seen videos on social media of the people who've gotten gone into a store and kind of lost their mind because they were asked to wear a mask or they, 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 they got so upset because somebody um, said something about, you know, their favorite candidate that they, that they didn't like. And, and I just feel that that's really not helpful to any of us. And I think, you know, as human beings, we, we really need to work on trying to increase the amount of kindness, tolerance, and, and the willingness to look at other people's point of view and to help one another. And if anything comes from this, we've certainly seen tons of examples where healthcare providers and regular ordinary people have really gone the extra mile to help their fellow man. And, and to me, that fills me with a lot of, um, inspiration. Well, you, you know, because you've been on here before, Dr. Koval, that we, we always ask our guests for a life hack, something. And I'm going to just make a, a, a host ruling of saying that was the perfect life hack. Uh, more tolerance, more patience, more understanding where people are going. I don't think there's anything more inspiring to do that. So we thank you for bringing that up. 
Dr. Matthew Koval is Chief Medical Officer of Kids Peace. The article that he and Jody Whitcomb wrote on the need for a mental health protective equipment toolbox is in the fall winter 2020 edition of Healing Magazine, which is available now at healingmagazine.org. Check out the other articles and features. You can also get a special graphic of the MPE toolbox, which we've created. And it's something that you can print out as a reminder to take care of all of your health needs, physical and mental health, as we as a society continue to cope with COVID-19. All of that can be found at, kids, at uh, healingmagazine.org. Dr. Koval, as always, thank you for being with us. My pleasure. I'm Bob Martin. Thanks to all of you as well for joining us, and we hope to have you join us again for more conversations with Kids Peace. Take care.